Welcome to the Inspire Radio Podcast. This podcast is an opportunity to listen again to one of the many inspirational and thought-provoking interviews first broadcast on Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio brings you inspirational interviews, news events, workshops and seminars, plus great music too. Online, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, Inspire Radio is your truly feel-good radio station. For more information and to listen to Inspire Radio, why don't you check out inspireradio.co.uk. Check out our Facebook page too, where we've got details of events on there. Our Facebook page is at Inspire Radio UK. Now sit back and enjoy this Inspire Radio podcast. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. So you're listening to Inspire Radio. You know, we're all about helping make a positive difference in people's lives and um, cover various topics. And and today it's a pleasure to, uh, should we say, hop over to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. How are you? Good, good. Good, good. good. How are you doing? I'm yeah. very good, thank you. Now, you've, yeah. how did you get involved in the world of gout? I am a patient, so I suffer from gout as of uh, since 2000, early 2000s, I would say 2003, uh, 26 years of age, I got diagnosed with gout. What happened was I was out one evening or one night uh, drinking lots of whiskey, and I went home to sleep late at night, and then early in the morning, 3, 4 a.m., I got struck with a gout attack, painful inflammation in the big toe. Uh, in the morning, I hopped to the doctor's office, got it checked out, and my doctor quickly diagnosed me as having gout. I did not understand what that was. Uh, I learned about it, and I was in denial at first, but uh, I did blood tests, and uh, we checked out my uric acid levels, and sure enough, they were very high, and uh, I was diagnosed with gout uh, at that early age. So I guess that sounded like it was a bit of a shock for you, was it? Yeah, it was a big shock because I got struck in the big toe. Usually gout uh, uh, strikes uh, the toe, uh, the extremities of the body uh, where it's coldest. Um, And then also it attacked my knee. So I was crippled for about three weeks. I had to hop around work to go to work at the office. Um, It was a painful experience. Uh, I have, uh, my gout is genetic. Uh, I suffer from a bit of thalassemia when I was born with it, and uh, my doctors say due to that disorder, maybe uh, gout is uh, caused by it. Um, it is genetic, they say in my case, because usually gout affects uh, men and women over 50, I would say, the majority of uh, of people. Uh, and it's a disease that affects men, I would say 75% compared to women. So it affects men over 50 for most of the time. From that, having that sort of, that thing happen to you then, you did you then really start researching it? Because you're a bit of an authority on gout, let's be yes. honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened was I, I, I decided to do research uh, about gout and want to learn more. So that's why I had the idea to develop gout. I was doing research online and I was not finding good quality patient information. It was always on uh, only medical studies you would find. There was not many uh, health writers writing about it. So I decided to to basically specialize in it and tell my story 
two other gout sufferers and basically uh, write about or research about it. Uh, and I constantly update our audiences on the latest studies. Now I talk mostly about diet uh, and what foods to eat and which to avoid uh, when you suffer from gout. Because uh, it is important to change your, your your dietary habits and your lifestyle uh, moving forward. Because gout could also put you at an increased risk of developing other diseases down the road, like diabetes, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, heart disease, and so on. So it's very important to change uh, your lifestyle. Spiro, are more people affected than we think then with gout? Because in general, it's about two percent of the general population. Okay, because we tend to think of it of a, as a Richmond's Victorian type disease, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kings of England used to get it. Why? Because they used to have access to rich foods, lots of wine, lots of fruits, uh, lots of meat, whereas the peasants would only have access to complex carbohydrates. They would only eat whatever the, uh, the lamb grew, right? Um, so... Uh, that's why I recommend uh, that the, the ideal gout diet should comprise of 80% of your daily calories to be complex carbohydrates and fresh uh, vegetables, legumes, uh, beans for protein, uh, 100% whole grain breads, pastas, and rices, uh, and limit the meats. Limit the meats to 10% if you can daily, and stick only to chicken, uh, poultry, uh, uh, turkey, fresh fish. Uh, try to limit the red beef, avoid pork-related uh, meats, especially processed meats like sausages, hot dogs. Uh, that raises uric acid levels extremely high. Uh, and limit your fat to 10% as well. So try to uh, limit your your yogurt, your milk, your dairy. Uh, if you notice, it's basically animal food-based products that uh, get you in trouble when it comes to gout. So the more animal-based foods you eat, the more your uric acid levels will rise because it, it takes longer for the body to process those foods and break them down compared to fresh vegetables or fruits, right? Which uh, uh, the, your body processes much quickly uh, and doesn't uh, raise your uric acid levels. Now, here's a big question then. What about sugars? Because yes. there's there's a lot of things, you know, this you see a lot of products now, don't you, that say sugar-free or whatever. And there's, was it, is it corn syrup or whatever that's in a lot of things? High fructose corn syrup, exactly. Uh, there's been a lot of studies that show that uh, that is a horrible ingredient uh, and horrible for your health, not only for gout sufferers, but for everybody else as well. It does raise uric acid levels. Um, for almost everybody. Uh, so I, uh, I tell my audience and gout sufferers avoid high fruit foods with high fruit, high fructose corn syrup, especially processed foods, soft drinks like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. They have, all have high fructose corn syrup. Beers as well, uh, include that, uh, ingredient, uh, like in Heineken, I believe, and some other major beers. So watch out with that whenever you go to grocery shop and look at the labels, read them properly and avoid foods with high fructose corn syrup. And, and do the diet versions have, have that in as well then, or do they replace that with something like saccharin? The aspartame uh, is, there's no studies that pinpoint that it raises uric acid levels, but in general, I tell my uh, my gout sufferers and my audience to avoid uh, all, all soft drinks. Hmm. Gout sufferers should stick to water, herbal teas, and coffee. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Wow. Okay. So even and juices you should avoid because uh, even fructose, although it metabolizes differently in the body, does raise uric acid levels. 
Right. So are you all right eating fresh fruit, though? Because does that not have fructose in it? Yeah, there's fructose. I limit uh, fruit intake, try to limit it to one portion a day uh, and stick to fruits that are low in fructose, like a Granny Smith apple, for example, uh, or a banana. Uh, try and avoid the grapes, the watermelons, uh, and so on. Cherry, although cherry is one of probably gout sufferers' best fruit. There has been studies that show uh, that the antioxidants in cherries uh, help to control uric acid levels. Well, you know, you mentioned grapes there, you know, I, I love grapes and I didn't realize it can cause you so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, you could eat them. They metabolize yeah. differently, right? But yeah. uh, try and limit the portions. That's a key in fruit. Don't have too much fruit because then uh, uh, you're supposed, I recommend 26 grams of sugar daily, although the, uh, the World Health Organization would recommend around 50 grams daily. Uh, for gout sufferers, since they're more sensitive, I recommend 25, 26 grams of sugar daily. So there's a lot of checking of labels then here, isn't there? Because there's, yes, there's hidden, exactly. you know, in, in food labeling, like it, it, sugar is hidden under various things now, isn't it? It's so you've got to be very it's careful. It's everywhere. So you got to be careful. Exactly. Especially with processed foods, you got to really uh, look out for it. Yeah. Right. And, and before, I don't know if this is a daft question, but, but before it gets to the point where you've got this pain in the big toe as well, are there some, earlier symptoms that you could show that you're on your way to this? Yeah, usually it comes out of nowhere, right. uh, strikes out of nowhere, but some gout sufferers will claim that they'll get uh, itchiness a couple hours before an attack, or you could feel a bit of an inflammation and then it strikes you. Uh, but for the majority, it's basically out of, out of the blue. Uh, it'll happen usually in the night when it's the, your body's at the coldest and uh, the uric acid will crystallize in a joint, uh, usually the big toe. Then it's followed up by the knee, uh, elbows, hands, ankle, and other joints, other extremities of the body. But majority of the cases are the big toe and knee. Okay. And Spiro, you know, if you, if you make these changes that you're suggesting then, is, is it totally reversible or do you just manage it? Yeah, uh, reversible is very, very few can reverse it, unfortunately. Usually it's for life, but I do get sufferer uh, patients that write in that say they've reversed it with diet, but you never know. You can never be sure enough in the future uh, that it won't come back. So I recommend you do at least two blood tests a year and really uh, watch your uric acid levels. Make sure they're at the healthy, uh, healthy levels and not in the danger zone. And you could continue and always consult with your doctor. Make sure uh, you don't go and hurt yourself without following your doctor's advice. A lot of gout sufferers um, refuse to take uh, doctor's advice and stop taking their allopurinol, which is the, the main drug to control uric acid levels. And then uh, they'll think after six months, oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm not going to get gout anymore. I'm stopping the pills. And then they go ahead and they get a gout attack out of the blue and then they're back on it. So uh, it's something that if you want to get off of, make sure you work with your doctor and do a regular blood work. Wow. Now you say you've made, you've made this your mission um, really in yeah. life, I guess. Okay. Yes. And, you've, and, and you've got a fantastic website. You've got some great articles on there, haven't you? You know, you cover yeah. various topics. Yeah. Lots of uh, topics on mostly foods. We go into detail on what foods to eat and what foods to avoid. So a lot of topics uh, revolve around the gout diet. Uh, and then talk about medication and uh, lifestyle and exercise should be included. Uh, and other lifestyle tips and advice uh, for uh, your typical gout sufferer. 
Well, and do you have um, do do you have a gout online community as well? You know, the where or, or do people yeah. connect? Yeah. Usually, on uh, there's a lot of comments on my website at goutingu.com, and then there's uh, on Facebook we have a big following of about sixteen thousand uh, folks. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and so on. Uh, a lot of doctors and rheumatologists follow me. We do uh, post a lot of uh, latest research studies on Twitter together and share them. Uh, so gout sufferers can get all the latest information on my social media channels. Uh, uh, basically, and we have a big email list of about 50,000 uh, members that uh, I communicate with uh, on the latest uh, uh, gout advice and information and studies that go on worldwide. Wow, absolutely awesome. So I bet you never thought your life would turn out like this, did you? And <laughs> no, no, but it's uh, very fulfilling to help people. Mm. And I answer all emails. If anybody suffers from gout and they have any questions, they email me and I'll answer them within 24 hours uh, and get to help them. Yeah. Wow, absolutely awesome. It's, you're dead right. To, to help make a difference to people's lives is absolutely so rewarding and worthwhile, isn't it? You know, it's... Yeah. And, and, and I guess you'd suggest that if anybody um, just has any, any thoughts or little niggles that they may have gout that they get it checked out, I guess you'd suggest that? Yeah, I suggest uh, you check... If you have gout, you definitely have to check it out. Uh, and... Um, work with your doctor the best you can, but I do recommend that you change your, your lifestyle. Uh, a lot of gout sufferers will probably be overweight. So try and lose the weight, go back to your ideal weight. That's going to lower uric acid levels. Follow the diet plan that I, uh, that I uh, promote, which is 80% uh, of your daily calories should be complex carbohydrates, 10% fat. Uh, and then the final 10% of your calories can be protein and meats. Uh, um, drink only water, herbal teas, and coffee if you can. I do have the occasional drink of alcohol at a special occasion, but I'll limit it. Oh, that's another uh, food we, I forgot to mention, alcohol. Uh, mm. I would say that's probably number one or number two culprit for gout sufferers. So watch your alcohol intake. Um, most gout sufferers get diagnosed with gout due to dr- over-drinking. So watch your uh, beer intake, your alcoholic intake. Uh, you have to limit it. Once you have gout, you have no choice. You can't go out and be drinking uh, on a daily or weekly basis even. I I reserve alcohol for special occasions only. I'll have one, two drinks. Drink plenty of water before and plenty of water right after to flush out excess uric acid uh, so it doesn't affect you. Um, and uh, going back to what, what, I, what I was saying is that um, gout sufferers need to change their lifestyle. They need to lose the weight, uh, try to exercise and strengthen those joints. Because over the years, if you get more gout attacks, uh, it's, it's, it's destroying the – there's bone erosion. Uh, the ligaments don't work as well. So you need to strengthen those joints back. So uh, do a little bit of weight training. Um, if you have trouble with your diet, try and uh, seek uh, the advice of a dietitian and get some help. Definitely. Well, and follow your doctor's orders when it comes to medication. Yeah, yeah you just got my, my, my thought process working there because I could think of some of my friends when we mention alcohol. They'll probably be thinking, well, I tell you what, I'll knock off the beer and I'll have a glass of wine because they'll think that's better. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Alcohol is alcohol. Alcohol is, yes. Yeah, dead right. Yeah. yeah so we'll, yeah. I'll mention that to them when I see them. Well, yeah. is there anything else that we, you'd like to cover then before we finish? Um. That's pretty much it. If you want to learn more about gout, you can visit our website at goutandyou.com. 
Um, other than that, there's also popular remedies. I could give you some advice on if you get a gout attack in the middle of the night and you don't know what to do, uh, I recommend you take some ibuprofen to get some some of the inflammation off and make your the walking more bearable. Try and ice it if you can a couple of days, uh, a couple of times a day. Uh, you could soak your affected joint in some warm water also a couple times a day and add some Epsom salt that will help uh, uh, soothe the inflammation. Uh, and go visit your doctor as soon as you can uh, right after. Uh, there are some other natural remedies like different gout sufferers swear by. Uh, one gout sufferer will swear by uh, taking apple cider vinegar concoction with honey and water and drinking it, and that helps their gout. Others will say baking soda works. Um, others will say ginger. So check that out, out all on my website. We discuss it uh, in greater detail at goutandyou.com. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, again, just give us that website again. Yeah. com. Okay. And if people want to uh, follow you on Facebook is what's the face? Yeah. It's backslash gout in you simply. Brilliant. Okay. Well, look, re- really That's big. Thank handle. you. Yep. Thank yeah, you thank for you sharing for that me. with us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. And hopefully uh, I help out some people today. Brilliant. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. This, 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 this is Inspire Radio. Attention, please. We at HealthSpan would like to tell you something that, quite possibly, you didn't already know. Not all supplements are created equal. I know. Who'd have thought? We travel the entire globe to find the best ingredients for our vitamins and supplements, from the southern slopes of India for our turmeric to the cold, crisp seas of Greenland for our cod liver oil. Because that's the HealthSpan way. Well, there you go. It's not every day you learn something new, is it? We're HealthSpan. That's healthspan.co.uk. Vitamins and supplements, in-store or direct to your door. Everything begins with an idea. But how do you turn the idea into a brand? Brand to Markets Pick and Mix Brand and Marketer Solutions provide the services you need to help your business thrive at a cost that won't break the bank. For more information, visit brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 590. That's brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 590. Turn your idea into a brand with Brand to Market. This is Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Time for another inspirational quote from Inspire Radio. Be happy. Be inspired. Hi, this is Ruth from Inspired Conversations. Consistent purpose is not enough to make life happy, but it is an almost indispensable condition of a happy life. Bertrand Russell. This is Inspire Radio. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Maybe you would like to join us as a guest on Inspire Radio. Maybe you'd like to feature on our Inspire Radio directory. If you would and you'd like to get in touch, then simply enter your details on the contact page at inspireradio.co.uk. Remember to give our Facebook page a like as well, at Inspire Radio. And once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Inspire Radio. 
and have the best day you possibly can. Be happy. Be inspired. The Inspire Radio podcast is produced and presented by the team at Inspire Radio. Copyright applies. For more information about Inspire Radio, visit inspireradio.co.uk or if you'd like to download our free app for the Android phone, just go to your Google Play Store and search for Inspire Radio. With feel-good music by day, relaxing music by night, this is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired.